In these last days, the Bible predicts a turning away from biblical truth. In order to combat false teachings that are running rampant and a growing lack of biblical literacy, Behold Israel provides weekly public readings of Scripture to equip you with the pure Word of God, read in an international community with interaction and application. Each week, we host different guests from all walks of life. Our original readings can be found on our Behold Israel community channel on YouTube or on our Facebook channel. These are audio versions created to make it convenient for your busy schedule. Now, on to our readings. Well, good evening. My name is Steve Yam, and I am the uh, senior writer and editor for Behold Israel. And you are at Behold Israel's public reading of Scripture. It's the night we take each week to celebrate this, the Word of God, the wonderful gift that He's given to us of truth, of uh, all the knowledge we need to know. I mean, just everything we need to know about how to live, about who God is. Uh, well, I should take that back. It's not everything about who God is. It's everything we need to know right now in this life about who God is. Uh, and again, it is the key to salvation. Um, it's uh, the gospel is in here. And that's through this that we realize that Jesus Christ, God himself, came to this earth as one of us, lived a perfect life, was crucified, died on the cross, rose again, and it is through faith in him that we receive eternal life. So we are so glad that you are here with us. And by we, that implies I am not alone. I have got two friends here with me. The first is H.T. Novak, the Director of Finances and a board member for Behold Israel. And H.T., it is great to have you here tonight. Thank you, Steve. It's great to be here. And uh, we have got uh, one more guest, and uh, he was here last time that I was here. I have known him uh, my entire life because he is my father, uh, Dr. Rick Yan. Um, he is a uh, adjunct uh, uh, online professor for Colorado Christian University. Um, he is uh, an author. He was a, a pastor, a senior pastor of church for decades and uh, now he is here with us. So welcome, Pop. Great to have you with us. Certainly glad to be here. Thank you, son. So again, we are here because we want to celebrate the Word of God and we want to get right into it. So HT, would you open us up in prayer, please? You bet. Father, we just thank you so much for this time together this evening. What an amazing opportunity it is to be able to get on live media and be able to do nothing but sit here and read your holy word. And we just thank you for all these folks that are tuning in this evening and being with us. I see folks from New Zealand, from Australia, from Texas, from California, from all over. So, Father, I just thank you for all the people that are anxious to hear your word. So, Father, I just be with us now as we read this evening. I pray that you will touch our hearts with something that you say in your word to us this evening. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 <clears throat> we have been in the Minor Prophets uh, for a while, and the prophet we are looking at tonight is Habakkuk. Habakkuk is a uh, smaller book, uh, three chapters, which works perfectly because there's three of us. 
And Dad, if you wouldn't mind, just give us a, a brief overview of what Habakkuk is all about. That way, as we enter into it, we have an idea of what it is that we're reading. Well, this is a great book for today because what Habakkuk was experiencing is very similar to what we experience right now. When you think of the wars and the rumors of wars and and you have China and North Korea and Russia coming together and, and you look at the lawlessness that's going on and all the problems here in the U.S., Habakkuk basically was raising three major questions, the same questions we raised. First of all, how long, speaking to God, how long is this going to go on? The next question is why? Why do you allow this? Mm. And then the third question was, who? <laughs> Are you sure? Did I hear you right? Mm. So this is probably at the time right after the Battle of Carchemish and, and Babylon is now rising to power. And it's, it's like the barbarians are at the gate. <laughs> mm. and, and Habakkuk's just crying out, Lord, do something. And God says, I am doing something. And then when he says, tells Habakkuk what he's doing, Habakkuk looks at him and says, who? <laughs> who did you say? That's what this book's all about. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, it makes me just that much more excited to get into it. So HT, if you would read chapter one, then I will take chapter two, and then dad will have you wrap it up with chapter three. Yeah. You got it. You know, I, I, a little subtitle in my Bible at the very beginning here says the prophet's question. And if you listen closely, it. It really sounds like a whole lot more whining and complaining than it does a question, but here we go. <clears throat> the burden which the prophet Habakkuk saw, O Lord, how long shall I cry and you will not hear? Even cry out to you violence and you will not save. Why do you show me iniquity and cause me to see trouble? For plundering and violence are before me. There is strife and contention arises. Therefore, the law is powerless and justice never goes forth. For the wicked surround the righteous. Therefore, perverse judgments proceed. And the Lord then says to Habakkuk, Look among the nations and watch. Be utterly astounded. For I will work a work in your days which you would not believe though it were told you. For I am indeed raising up the Chaldeans, a bitter and hasty nation. And of course, the Chaldeans are the Babylonians. A bitter and hasty nation which marches through the breadth of the earth to possess dwelling places that are not theirs. They are terrible and dreadful. Their judgment and their dignity proceed from themselves. Their horses also are swifter than leopards and more fierce than evening wolves. Their chargers charge ahead. Their cavalry comes from afar. They fly as the eagle that hastens to eat. They all come for violence. Their faces are set like the east wind. They gather captives like sand. They scoff at kings and princes are scorned by them. They deride every stronghold, for they heap up earthen mounds and seize it. 
Then his mind changes and he transgresses. He commits offense, ascribing this power to his God. Then Habakkuk asks God a second question. Are you not from everlasting, O Lord my God, my Holy One? We shall not die. O Lord, you have appointed them for judgment. O Rock, you have marked them for correction. You are of purer eyes than to behold evil and cannot look on wickedness. Why do you look on those who deal treacherously and hold your tongue when the wicked devours a person more righteous than he? Why do you make men like fish of the sea, like creeping things that have no ruler over them? They take up all of them with a hook, they catch them in their net, and they gather them in their dragnet. Therefore, they rejoice and are glad. Therefore, they sacrifice to their net and burn incense to their dragnet, because by them their share is sumptuous and their food plentiful. Shall they therefore empty their net and continue to slay nations without pity? Wow. (laughs) And we'll move on right on to chapter two. I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I'm corrected. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it will speak, and it will not lie, though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Behold the proud. His soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Indeed, because he transgresses by wine, he is a proud man, and he does not stay at home, because he enlarges his desire as hell. And he is like death and cannot be satisfied. He gathers to himself all nations and heaps up for himself all peoples. Will not all these take up a proverb against him and a taunting riddle against him and say, Woe to him who increases. What is not his? How long? And to him who loads himself up with many pledges. Will not your creditors rise up suddenly? Will they not awaken who oppress you? And you will become their booty because you have plundered many nations. All the remnant of the people shall plunder you because of men's blood and the violence of the land and the city and of all who dwell in it. Woe to him who covets evil gain for his house, that he may set his nest on high, that he may be delivered from the power of disaster. You give shameful counsel to your house, cutting off many peoples and sin against your soul. For the stone will cry out from the wall, and the beam from the timbers will answer it. Woe to him who builds a town with bloodshed, who establishes a city by iniquity. Behold, is it not the Lord of hosts that the peoples labor to feed the fire, and nations weary themselves in vain? For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the earth. Woe to him who gives drink to his neighbor pressing him to your bottle, even to make him drunk, that you may look on his nakedness. You are filled with shame instead of glory. You also drink and be exposed as uncircumcised. 
the cup of the Lord's right hand will be turned against you, and utter shame will be on your glory. For the violence done to Lebanon will cover you, and the plunder of beasts, which made them afraid, because of men's blood and the violence of the land and the city and of all who dwell in it. What profit is the image that its maker should carve it, the molded image, a teacher of lies, that the maker of its mold should trust in it, to make mute idols. Woe to him who says to wood, awake, the silent stone, arise, it shall teach. Behold, it is overlaid with gold and silver, yet in it there is no breath at all. But the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. And now Habakkuk prays a prayer of Habakkuk the prophet on Shigenoth. O Lord, I have heard your speech and was afraid. O Lord, revive your work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make it known. In wrath, remember mercy. God came from Timon, the Holy One from Mount Paran. His glory covered the heavens and the earth was full of his praise. His brightness was like the light. He had rays flashing from his hand and there his power was hidden. Before him went pestilence and fever followed at his feet. He stood and measured the earth. He looked and startled the nations and the everlasting mountains were scattered the perpetual hills bowed. His ways are everlasting. I saw the tents of Cushan in affliction. The curtains of the land of Midian trembled. O oh Lord, were you displeased with the rivers? Was your anger against the rivers? Was your wrath against the sea that you rode on your horses, your chariots of salvation? Your bow was made quite ready. Oaths were sworn over your arrows. You climbed the earth with rivers, and the mountains saw you and trembled. The overflowing of the water passed by. The deep uttered its voice and lifted its hands on high. The sun and moon stood still in their habitation. At the light of your arrows, they went. At the shining of glittering, your glittering spear, you marched through the land in indignation. You trampled the nations in anger. You went forth for the salvation of your people, for salvation with your anointed. You struck the hedge from the house of the wicked by laying bare from foundation to neck, Selah. You thrust through with his own arrows the head of his villages. They came out like a whirlwind to scatter me, and their rejoicing was like feasting on the poor in secret. You walked through the sea with your horses, through the heap of great waters, and when I heard, my body trembled, my lips quivered at the voice. Rottenness entered my bones, and I trembled in myself that I might rest in the day of trouble. When he comes up to the people, he 
will invade them with his troops. Ah, though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit beyond the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet. He will make me walk on my high hills. For the chief musician with my string instruments. Amen. As Dad, as you started your chapter and that prayer, my mind immediately went back to Job 42. Yeah. Where Job answered the Lord and said, I know that you can do everything and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. You asked, who is this who hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore, I have uttered what I did not understand, things too wonderful for me, which I did not know. Listen, please, and let me speak. You said, I will question you and you shall answer me. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see you. Therefore, I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. You see Habakkuk having that same experience where he's questioning, God, it doesn't make sense to you. Why is this? Why is this happening? And then he's confronted with God. He's reminded who God is. And all he can do is sit back and say, oh, yeah, that's who you are. I had forgotten. Though I, though, though I don't see this and, and, and I don't even see that, and I was hoping for this and this hasn't happened. <clears throat> Nevertheless, you are my everlasting God. Yes. You are the shield around me. <laughs> yeah. Amen and amen. <laughs> HT, is there anything that uh, stood out to you in the, you know, as I read this this time, Steve, you know, it's been a while since I read this book and I'm reading Habakkuk here. And and one thing that struck me right off was that this is this one is very different from what most of the prophets. When we read the majority of the prophets in Scripture, yeah. they are prophesying. They're, they're telling, you know, people, here's what's going to happen and so forth. This one is different because it's really kind of a dialogue between Habakkuk and God. Mm -hmm. And they're just back and forth having a conversation over this. And then, you know, God is telling him, you know, depend on me. You know better. You know, you know, I know. And you know, I'm going to do what's right. So just chill out and, and pay attention to what I'm telling you. Yeah. And then he kind of catches Habakkuk off guard whenever he says, yep. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to raise up the Babylonians and they're going to come in and wipe you guys out and, and they're going to exact judgment on Israel and you're not going to like it, but I am God. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's, yeah. we have to sit back and realize that sometimes. So <clears throat> all our prayers are heard. All our prayers are not answered necessarily 
the way we want or when we want, or, or maybe he's still saying, wait, but he's there and he's listening. You know, Martin Luther came to faith by reading Romans 117, <clears throat> the just shall live by faith. <clears throat> and Paul picks it up from Habakkuk. Mm. Yeah. The, mm. the just are not saved by works. The just shall live by faith. Yeah. And Amen. that changed that man's life. Yep. And again, and, and what Hebrews tells us is that what, what faith is, is, is it's believing what it is we don't see. Yeah. If we could, if we could see it, if we had all the answers, then what need is there for faith? But, you know, blessed are those who believe and have not seen, who just know because of what we know about God and who he is, we know he is there. We may not see him. In fact, it may look the exact opposite, like God is nowhere around. But we just have to trust. No, he's still there, and he's working. And that's one of the of the blessings of aging. <laughs> you get perspective, and you look back over your life, and you see how God has worked things in your life. And you wonder, <clears throat> how did I get from this point to this point? And a lot of times we think it's because of something we did or something we said. But it is God who has done the arrangement of you meeting that person or being at that place at that time when that need arose. Yeah, that's right. So yes. God just opens and closes doors and he arranges things, but we don't we don't see him. And that that song, you're always working. You're always working. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we don't see you working, you're working. Yeah. And we get so anxious because we don't think he's listening and so forth. And he's got the right answer and he's got the right time for the answer. So just Amen. Sit back, my son, and have faith. <laughs> well, thanks, guys, for uh, joining here tonight. And uh, Dad, would you mind closing us in prayer? Be glad to. Father God, so often... We want to see what you're doing. Mm. We want to know what you're doing. We would like to feel the things that you are working behind the scenes. But when we don't feel it, when we don't hear it, and we don't see it, and we don't know it, that's when you call out to us and say, the just shall live by faith, not by sight. So encourage us with this word, Lord. Whenever we begin to doubt or whenever we raise the question, how long, Lord, how long until you do so-and-so? Very common questions that come from our hearts and, and our worries and our anxieties. But Lord, in your time, you accomplish what you want to accomplish. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you for this book. Thank you for the message. And thank you, Lord God, for speaking to our hearts through your word. For your word is 
living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword and pierces to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit of the joints and the marrow and is is a discerner of the thoughts and even the intentions of the heart amen and amen amen well thanks again guys i'm gonna send you on out of here and okay I'll say my own goodbye. So have a great night. We'll Thank you. And you out HT. And for all of you out there, again, just a reminder, no matter what you're going through, you know that God is there with you. When you depend on him, when your eyes are on him, he will walk the journey with you. And even those times you don't feel like it and you, you wonder where he is, know that he is there. Why? Because he is the father who loves his children. You are his heart. You are the apple of his eye. And there's times he has to take us through deep waters because that's where we grow. That's where the faith comes. But we know that when we trust him, he is always there with us even when we don't trust him he's still there with us but it just means that the road's going to be a little bit more bumpy for us so put your eyes on him know that god loves you and he is there with you everybody thank you so much for coming out we're here every week every thursday night reading the word of god we love you and hope that you have a wonderful night